What's up, Cubs? Just sloppy as all fucking get out. Trapzilla City. Babe, I'm gonna keep dancing on that bridge till the stars come home. And cheer up, babe. Fucking knocked it out of the park, <laughs> dude. What's up, Cubs? Welcome back to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast, episode 97. I am your host, VJ Julio. Welcome back, as always. Pleasure to have you here. Pleasure to have you in the den. Um, I'm a little lethargic today. Why? Because I had seven pieces of pizza. <laughs> Next question. I'm a little lethargic. I'm a little bogged down. I'm a little sleepy. Why? Because I had seven pieces of pizza. Bitch, I'm hurt, 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 hurt. Um, I actually should take... So here's the deal. You know how we just sometimes we just do song? We just do songs? Not the sound drops. That's neither here nor there because I keep it tight. And if you keep it tight, Nothing bad happens, but if you don't keep it tight, like if you're listening, if you're listening to, uh, Woo! damn, I ain't been broken a minute. If you decide to tell a story about your kids, where you talk about that entire story, um, and then you play that entire song, now Spotify will take down your entire episode. They'll take down your entire episode. I'm pretty sure I've lost three episodes, dude. I lost three episodes because I was listening to music. But, dude, I, I'm not even uh, that upset, really. But if I meet one single fucking dork from Spotify, if I meet one Spotify nerd in purse... Looking for the next sorry fuck I can muscle. And that's just fair warning. That's just fair warning. So, yeah, I had seven pieces of pizza today. Was it like a healthy margarita pizza? Did you have a little bit of basil on there? Some light mozzarella? You have any of that shit going on? No, I had jalapeno popper pizza. It had jalapenos on it. Tons of cheese and also dollops of cream cheese. And I had seven pieces. And now my asshole is... Looking for the next sorry fuck <laughs> So welcome back to the show. I'm really glad you could join us. Let's have some updates. Let's hear what's going on. You know, let's let's chitty chat about chicken soup for the alcoholic soul, and we're just gonna have a good time together. All right, we're we're on the couch still, you know, because Avi, we haven't moved to Idaho yet. That didn't take place, but hey, Mother's Day was last weekend. Did y'all celebrate your mothers? Did y'all celebrate your mothers and your wives, dude? I figured it out. I fucking, I did it. I did it. I pulled off. The perfect Mother's Day. Well, I pro- I pulled off, circling back, uh, ch- ch- cut, let's uh, circle it back to the top, run it back, um, starting positions, extras, starting points, and action. I figured it out, dude. I started off Mother's Day in the perfect way. I started it off perfect. You want to know what I did? I set an alarm for myself. Okay. Now your man wakes up at 5 a.m. every day. Why? Because I'm an animal. <laughs> okay. I wake up at 5 a.m. Why? Because I'm built different. There's every guy whose name starts with a T who listens to the Joe Rogan podcast who wakes up at 5 a.m. because he thinks he's better than people. I wake up at 5 a.m. just cause, you know, I wake up at 5 a.m. not because I need to hit the ground running and get extra hours of working before everybody. I wake up at 5 a.m. just cause. All right. Well, VJ, do you go work out right when you go? Absolutely not. I clock into work. <laughs> I, I just wake up. I fucking hit the ground and I go to work. I work out at three. VJ, why do you wake up at 5 a.m.? Because I just fucking do. And sometimes in this life, you just do things. But anyways, getting too far off of the point. Perfect beginning to a Mother's Day. I set an alarm. Was it for 5 a.m.? No. Because it's the weekend and I'm not absolutely psychotic. 
You know, did you get into a cold plunge right away? No, because trendy shit pisses me off. If I'm going to be point blank honest with you, trendy shit ain't happening with your mans. All right. And trendy shit shouldn't happen with you. Don't fall for the traps, folks. Listen, cubs, don't fall for the traps. Suddenly people think dipping their balls and titties into ice cold water for two minutes is going to change their lives. No. Will it have some positive effects? Maybe. But also not going to change your life. All right. You still work at Dairy Queen. Nothing wrong with working at Dairy Queen. I love your ice creams. It's a little bit too expensive for my liking, but nothing wrong with working at Dairy Queen. I'm just saying if you're not happy working at Dairy Queen and then you start taking an ice bath, I don't see the correlation to where. Maybe, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. If you worked at Burger King, sorry, Dairy Queen. Burger King is for champions. If you work at Dairy Queen and then you started doing ice blasts and now you're like the manager of that Dairy Queen or something, reach out to me and just say, hey, fuck stick, you're wrong. And I'll be like, okay, touche. And I will shout you out on this podcast. I will have you on as a guest on this podcast. If you have worked at Dairy Queen, listen to one fucking Joe Rogan clip on YouTube shorts and then decided to do ice baths and you are now therefore because of the ice baths managing that dairy queen I want you to be a guest on Shira Bay the podcast and that's just how that's just how we market ourselves okay but anyways Mother's Day <laughs> I set an alarm for 7 a.m. because I know based off of my ring doorbell notifications that the house is up at 7 30 I know that. Ring doorbell goes off. I know my family's awake. Do I still check it in case there's an intruder? Of course. But that's when my family wakes up. So I set my alarm to 7 a.m. And I got my ass up and I just went out and sat in the living room. Why? Gracie's always the first one awake. Gracie wakes up. Hi, Daddy. Melts my heart, obviously. And I go, hey, babe, let's put some clothes on right away. She goes, okay, I got to go potty. All right, go potty. I'll get you some clothes, and then I'm going to grab your sister. She goes, okay. She goes potty, gets her clothes. I grab her sister. After I get them dressed, Jordan comes out of the bedroom. And I was like, we'll be right back, Mama. And she goes, I was kind of confused, but she goes, okay. And we just go. We just leave the house. Now, every mother that's listening to this podcast, just went like this. Oh, my God. Not even the sleeping in fact, because at this point, if you've been a mom, you know that even when you have the opportunity to sleep in, you rarely do. Why? Because your brain's not wired like that anymore. Your brain is wired to wake up at an exact specific time. How mad does it piss, how, how bad does it piss you off when you have the opportunity to sleep in and yet you can't, right? That's almost worse than having to wake up at your normal designated time. When you have the opportunity to sleep in and you can't, you wake up more pissed off than if you would have just woken up at your normal time. Right? Right. So I took the girls. We just went to Target, dude. We just went to Target. And here's the deal. I didn't get a cart. I didn't even get a cart. Both girls walking. Why? Knew it was going to take fucking forever. Knew it was going to take fucking forever and a half. What else are we doing? We're going to pull a full lap around the fucking Target. All right. Now, Lottie, Lottie K's little short legs, that's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. And that's the point. We picked out flowers at Target. Well, I should say Gracie picked out flowers and then immediately goes, these are mine. And I said, those are for mommy. And she goes, where's mine and Lottie's? And I go, fucking 
pick some out. So we got some flowers for all the girls on Mother's Day. And then we walked around. We went and bought some coffee creamer, which is on the other side of the store. And we just took our fucking happy-go-lucky times and just, dude, we just danced on that bridge till the stars came home all fucking morning at Target. We're just fucking going with the motions, walking around, pulling shit off of shelves, and keeping it trucking, dude. We just stayed out of the house for the first two hours of the day. So my wife got to wake up, enjoy coffee, watch a little TV, in peace. Huh. Damn. Fucking crushed it, dude. Nailed it. It's the perfect start. Perfect start. And then you want to know what's even better than that? You want to know what's even better than that? Having two perfect baby angel princess babies show up to the house after two hours of peace. So she's awake. She's happy. She's feeling good. Have then you then you re-deliver the two kids because right after two hours is right at the point where she starts missing them because she likes their, her, their mornings together, right? So she had her peace. She had her tranquility. And then right when the time hits where she's going to start feeling like sad that she misses her babies, they show up holding flowers for her. Damn. And then I walk in and I just got to work making French toast. <laughs> if you're over 29, you know that this is my form of flexing on your ass, okay? I figured it out, dude. Figured it the fuck out, pulled it off. We had a good one. Oh, and then I cooked her ribeyes for dinner. <laughs> it's a husband knocking it out of the motherfucking park, okay? So yeah, anyways, um, what else? We're potty training Lottie, and she's not quite getting it. She pisses all over the house. I don't like the fact that potty training for kids and potty training for dogs is called the same thing. I don't like the fact that it's called potty training, you know. So I tell her that we're teaching her to go to the bathroom because I refuse to correlate my kids with with something that I did with two fucking dosh hounds. This is super fucking annoying that I don't like anymore. And so I don't like to say potty training too much. We're teaching Lottie to go to the bathroom. She's not getting it. She'll pee and then we'll go, oh, Lottie. You gotta, you gotta do that on the toilet, baby. And then she just sits on the toilet for a second. She's not afraid of the toilet or anything. She has no qualms with the toilet whatsoever. She just doesn't understand the concept yet. Now, it's only been two days. Give her a break. Two days from the time I'm recording this. It's only been two days. Give her a break. She'll get it. But here's one thing that she correlates, which now has been a way for us to point out that she's about to go to the bathroom. So, obviously, after she pisses, we go and we get a rag and we clean up the piss, Right? So now, what she does, she preemptively goes and gets a rag. How do I know that? She just disappeared from the living room tonight. And I was like, where's Lottie? And she, like, walks in holding a dish rag. And we're like, what are you doing, Lottie? And then she just peed on the floor and set the rag down. And I was like, okay, you're getting it, but you're not. You know, it's like you felt it coming. You understood that you were about to pee. But your correlation, we fucked up. We fucked up already in the first two days. The correlation is not... I have to pee, so I got to sit on the toilet. The correlation is, I got to pee. I better go get a rag because we have to wipe this shit up in a second. So, <laughs> She's putting pieces together. It's just the wrong puzzle, dog. It's just the wrong fucking one. And that's all good. Have y'all watched Miss Davis yet? If you like creative ass shit, dude. 
Miss Davis is my favorite TV show of all time. Okay, seven episodes. It's actually the fi- the finale was released tonight, but I'm recording because I have to get a jump on the weekend because guess what? I'm painting. Shocker. But Mrs. Davis, if you haven't watched it, watched it. Now, uh, so I don't really know how to transition into this next part, but it just popped in my head, and I know I was going to talk about, like, Miss Davis and stuff, but um, it, I don't even know how to, like, go into this, but I feel like I have to talk it through before I can continue or I mean shit who knows maybe this will be a 30 minute episode after I talk about this but I don't I don't know what else to do and I just need some advice um so I'm cheating on Jordan and she doesn't know and I just need to talk it through I've betrayed her trust fully And there's like, it's like the full spectrum. It's like the full, I have a separate account that she doesn't see. And um, I'm hiding it as much as I can. And it's just, it's like everything that I try to be as a husband is kind of, shaken in this moment and it all started like so we started watching the show it's called suits it's an older show we started watching it and um we really liked this show white collar i don't know this is kind of redundant but it's just kind of like it's the it's the start it's how it started and so i'm just kind of kind of get you there if you could just help me out like i need advice here on what i should do um we started watching Suits, which is a good show if you want to watch it. And so, like, every night we watch Suits. And then I was at work, and I, I don't know, I was just bored one day. And an opportunity arose, and one thing kind of led to another. And now I'm 15 episodes ahead of her in suits, and she has no idea. I said it. Oh, it feels so good to get that off my chest. Oh my god. She thinks we're on episode four. I'm in. I'm. I'm deep into season two. Oh, I said it. Oh. Oh, it's like a weight has been lifted. I've been holding that one deep into my chest for a while, and I didn't know. I didn't know. I just, I sit at my desk and I just do emails and I just keep it playing and it's just really good. It's a really good entertaining show to fill in the gaps of my day, you know, and I'm obsessed with Harvey Specter, obviously, but don't get me even, don't even get me started on Donna. Don't even get me, why is every Donna in a TV show a redhead? You know, that 70s show. <laughs> I wonder how many of you I got to be like, what the fuck? I want, ah, oh, I wish, okay, obviously don't leave me advice on that because it's not a real situation, but leave me, leave me a comment or something if I got, if I just for a second made you go, huh, just for a second, just for a second, like were my acting chops okay? I was making sure not to make eye contact with the camera, which I rarely do, I've realized. It irritates the shit out of me. Does it irritate the shit out of you? Ah, eh, you're just listening anyways. Dude, my, 
ratio of people who watch on YouTube versus uh, people who l- listen to the podcast is 100 to 1, you know? And I already know I got a face for radio. I already know that. I already know that, you know? But when it's verified via views, it hurts my heart a little bit. But that's fine, dude. It's neither here nor there. I digress. <laughs> Dude, watch Suits. Listen, if I could act in anything, it would be either a show that's so outside of the box, creative, never been done before type of artistry like Mrs. Davis or a badass all of the entertainment is in the dialect in terms of the conversations that happen on screen like Suits. Dude, Here's a little deep dive into my self-assessment about myself. Watching Suits, you know, you see Harvey Specter and he's like the stud. He's like the lead and you're just like, oh, what a fucking badass, right? You're like, but me watching it thinking like, oh, what a dream it would be to be in a show like that. What a dream it would be, you know? That would be so much fun. God, if I could ever if I could ever act, it would be to be like that. Now, in my brain, I go, I couldn't be Harvey Specter because look at him. Couldn't be Harvey Specter because look at him. But then Lewis comes on screen and I go, I could be Lewis. <laughs> I could be that guy, you know? Am I a mix of Lewis and Harvey Specter, though, now that I think about it? Am I a mix of the two? If you take Harvey Specter and you take Lewis and you put them together, is that your man's? How close am I on that? How close am I on that? If you don't know who either of those people are, I just did a side-by-side on the YouTube video. You tell me. You tell me right now. Okay? But yeah, dude, Lottie's... We're we're teaching Lottie how to go to the bathroom pretty soon. I'm not going to have any diapers in the house, dude. You know what that means? That means it's time to pop out another baby. Okay? It's time for me. Dude, just let it spread. You know? Be fruitful and multiply. As the rabbits say, just fucking spread that seed into one woman monogamously <laughs> ipso so to speak is you know you know what i meant by that i didn't mean spread my seed like also don't call it seed but also i'm not spreading i'm not planting wildflowers everywhere i'm just replanting in the same spot over and over again you get it you get what i'm saying here so yeah we're teaching Lottie to go to the bathroom gracie's fucking seven gracie's seven years old Gracie's Gracie's two years old, going on 17, acts like an 11-year-old. Like, it pisses me off, dude. Honestly, it's getting to the point where it just pisses me off because I know it's just going to get worse and worse. I mean, she's a sparkling... She drinks sparkling water today. She drank an entire fucking uh, can of sparkling water today. What kind of fucking kid drinks sparkling water? Also, she eats lemons. Her and I eat lemons together. Now, that was one thing that I always hung my hat on is I enjoy the taste of lemons. I ate lemons as if they were oranges. Not a, not an untrue statement. That is completely factual. I ate lem- lemons. And now Charlotte and Gracie both eat fucking lemons. You know what I mean? But then I, I, I didn't like sparkling water, and then I grew up a little bit, and I found Spindrift, and I drank those Spindrifts, and they were delicious. But now I can just drink all sparkling water. Which is basically like drinking TV static, which a two-year-old is going to fucking hate. Not Gracie. Sits down to drink sparkling water. So she's bougie as fuck. 
and it kind of irritates me. There's just a little part of me that goes, I don't want no sparkling water drinking ass kids. I don't want no sparkling water. Drink fucking Kool-Aid, even though I've literally never given it to you in your entire life. You have no idea what that is. But don't don't be a sparkling don't be a sparkling water drinking ass kid. What are you doing? Her first three sips, every single time her eyes go like this. <clears throat> Like she's forcing it down. Hey, babe, you don't got to drink it. Okay. She took a drink and she was like, Ugh. and then smiled. is like, yummy. And I was like, babe, you don't have to do that. I'm not going to be upset if you don't like sparkling water. I prefer the opposite of that. So don't feel like this is necessary to drink it. No, no, no. She wants to drink it because she sees Jordan and I drink it and she wants to be just like us. So she's forcing herself to drink sparkling water. And now she's already adopted the taste. She's had like four sparkling waters in her life. How many Kool-Aids has she had? Zero. But she's had four sparkling waters, dude. She's the opposite of Burt Kreischer is what I'm saying. She's the opposite of Burt Kreischer. He drinks a gallon of Kool-Aid a day. Gross. And my two-year-old drinks four sparkling waters in a day. So... That's where I'm at. That's the real big conundrum of my life right now is how the fuck do I get past that mentally or what do I need to do to change it? You know, and you might be like, well, don't just don't give her sparkling water. No, if she wants it, she gets it because that's how this goes in my house. Spoil the fuck out of my girls. That way, when they're older, a man will know what to expect. And that's just is what it is. But anyways, I wanted to, uh, uh, dude, I saw a video this week and I lost it. I was like, okay, well, we're obviously, we obviously have to watch that. Okay, dude, check this chick out. Proud thing that all these women have going on. I mean, I don't knock women for feeling proud and for wanting to have, you know, that girl power and holding things over him, but. That's a good start, right? She doesn't knock women for like wanting to have power in a relationship, I guess. Let's, where could this go, dude? Let's just jump from the, where do you think it's gonna go? Do you think, so she's saying in kind of a negative light, she's saying in kind of like a, listen, I don't hold women for like, I don't hold it against them for wanting to have power, like something to hold over their man in the relationship. Like that just is what it is. And if you're, if I'm me and I'm watching this for the first time, I go, oh, but she's going to say like she respects her man and um, maybe like he's kind of like the boss, like maybe she's one of those submissive chicks or something like that. But she just, maybe maybe she's one of those, she's like, I just believe in more traditional values. You know how there's like the two sides of that fucking coin that hate each other? Maybe, uh, that's what I would assume. That's what I would assume if I was watching this for the first time. But no, you've got to give it up, Lee. I please my man in every way. All the ways. Wake him up. He gets to nut. Before he leaves out the door, he's leaving empty nuts. <laughs> At work, I am calling him like, come outside, it's your lunch break. It's time for you to get your nut off. When he gets home, he's getting fed. He is getting another nut and one before bed or two if he's lucky. That's it. Hey, bitch, that's six nuts in a day, okay? You know what her nickname was? You know what her nickname is in every single relationship? Squirrel, okay? Fucking, she's nuts, dude. She's, she's nuts for nuts, dude. Also... The term nut? Ew. Like, saying, like, it's your lunch break. Time to get your nut off. If someone ever said, it's your lunch break. Time to get your nut off. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm just going to have my seven pieces of pizza and call it a day. What was the time frame? What were the time frames? All the ways. Wake him up. He gets to nut. Out of every single option. 
that one's my favorite. All right. There is no better way to start the day. I will say, okay. I will say, wakes up, gets the nut. Okay. Before he leaves out the door, he's leaving empty nuts. One thing we have to clarify, is that the same nut from when he wakes up or is that a separate nut from the time he woke up before he got up to work? Now I wake up at 5 a.m. Bitch, you setting an alarm? <laughs> I get up at 5 a.m. I'm out the door at 5.30. Here's one thing I can guarantee. I'm not hitting the ground running, no caffeine in my system, back-to-back -back nutting it any day of the week. I'm sorry. I'm just not built like that. This poor fucking guy, dude. This poor guy. <laughs> like, I imagine, and this is no sarcasm, that this schedule would be fun for a day. Okay? And I'm, like, and that's, like, full benefit of the doubt for me. Like, I would almost get to the point where, bitch, you got me off twice in the morning, and then you showed up at my work during lunch break. I get home and you're like, let's get that nut off. I'm like, what nut? What nut, dude? You think there's nut in there? Don't touch him. He's sore and also air's going to come out. All right? Leave him alone. Hands off. So maybe not even one day. All right? Now, if this was like a training exercise to where you started off at one nut a day every single day for like two weeks and then you bumped it up to two and then you bumped it up to three, kind of like you're just stacking program, like you're trying to build really good deltoids or something, but instead you're building just, just the most vascular nutsack of all time. Maybe they did it that way, but you can't just go zero to six nuts, six or seven, depending on what she meant by the morning. At work, I am calling him like, come outside, it's your lunch break, it's time for you to get your nut off. Babe, I got emails that I'm trying to get through. I don't, I don't actually take a lunch break. I'm trying to make money. You know, I got emails that I got to answer right now. Really, my lunch break is I sit at the desk. I go and I get my food out of the fridge. I heat it up and then I sit down at the desk and I'm firing some emails off, babe. All right. Now we can make this kinky and you can come into my office and get underneath the desk. But that's only like once in a blue moon. That's once in a blue moon. That can't be every fucking day. I can't be like every single day. Beep, 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 beep. My watch alarm goes off or just da-da-ding. I get a text to my watch and I look at it and I'm like, ah, fuck. Sorry, boss. And then you tiptoe in. And then, and then I'm just making direct eye contact with my boss while you get on your knees and slide underneath the desk. And I'm just like this. I'm sorry. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. This is who she is. <laughs> when he gets home, he's getting fed. He is getting another nut and one before bed or two if he's lucky. That's it. Man, just in tears. Like, imagine if her boyfriend was sitting next to her during this conversation. <laughs> like, he's just sitting there. And she just she just goes in, dude. Okay, I'm gonna play it and listen. If you're watching it on video, I'm gonna be her. I'm gonna be her boyfriend. <laughs> just from jump, I'm gonna side by side this shit. Every way, all the ways, wake him up. He gets to nut before he leaves out the door. He's leaving empty nuts. <laughs> 
at work. I am calling him like, come outside, it's your lunch break. It's time for you to get your nut off. When he gets home, he's getting fed. He is getting another nut and one before bed or two if he's lucky. That's it, that's a secret. I make sure that my man nuts at least six or seven times a day. She does, she does. just want a break. <laughs> I haven't been able to eat enough protein in fucking in two years to sustain this. I've lost 74 pounds in the last two years because no protein in my body goes to my muscles. It all just goes to refueling my... <laughs> I mean, all jokes aside, this is just sex addiction, right? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing about this that's normal, right? This is just a sex addiction masked as taking care of your man, right? Like, we can agree... You know, I mean, that's coming from uh, a guy sitting on his couch downstairs. Like, we're like, like, you know, just remember everything you hear is just one guy's opinion. Don't get too riled up about it. Um, I don't see someone getting riled up about it. Um, but just in case <laughs> you don't know, man, on the planet, he's a nut that much. Facts. Okay. I don't think Genghis Khan nutted that much. And I'm pretty sure he impregnated like fucking 5,000 women. Let's look, look it up. Let's see if Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan is believed to have had so many children that some 16 million men alive today are directly descended from the Mongol emperor. And that's probably four nuts a day, dude. That's all I'm saying. Okay? I mean, even Genghis Khan rested on the seventh day. You know what I mean? Like, give him a fucking break. I could not. It's like, what do you guys talk about? Like, what do you guys talk about? Because you got to assume, like, that nut's not quick. That nut is the farthest thing. It is forced and strenuous every single time. It's not like it's right on the fucking verge ready to come out. You got to work for that shit. Every single time, six times a day, I'm exhausted thinking about it, dude. But good for her, man. Not good for him. Poor him. That poor fucking bastard. Jesus Christ. Lives with a squirrel. You know? Like, dating a squirrel, married to a squirrel, whatever it is. He's got a squirrel for a girlfriend. And that's fine, dude. That's fine. But homegirl is never going to stop hunting that Nut. I do not envy him, but good for her. She's living her dream. I guess. Holy shit. God damn it, poor bastard. Let's jump into some... Ugh. Oh my god, I'm... I'm so pissed right now. Um... So... I just recorded... an entire Am I the Asshole and Unqualified Dad Advice... And when I moved my laptop onto my lap, it unplugged my mic, and I didn't know that. And now I'm debating on cutting this episode short because I need to go to sleep. And this was my only night to record, but I have to wake up at 5 a.m. Fuck. Well, here's the deal. If after this speech, there is an Am I the Asshole and an Unqualified Dad Advice segment, you know I fucking love you. Well, 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 fucking, how do you like them apples, babe? How do you like them apples? Looks like I love you. Looks like I love you. It is Monday night 
at 11.42, which means that this episode is going to come out on Tuesday, and it just is what it is. We're going to have a Monday, or a Tuesday, I already said it wrong, Tuesday episode of the week. It's 11.42 on a Monday night, and I guess I love you. I had a good stopping point, painting, and I was like, just sit down and do it. I have so many fumes, because the room that I'm painting right now is the room that I'm sitting in. Okay, I'm, I'm painting every square inch of this basement, except for this accent wall that's behind me. So, uh, so many fumes. So we're running at 27% metal capacity, where we normally run at about 48% metal capacity. So we're about half of the metal capacity, still got math going. Let's do some Am I the Assholes and keep this episode rolling, huh? So we're on Reddit. If you would like to submit a Reddit topic, go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash unqualified dad advice. But that's not what this is. This is Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for sitting with my son at my wife's funeral? This is from a 52-year-old dude. I was with my wife since high school. She, we got married and had a son. He's 25, and they have a daughter who's 27. My son came out as gay when he was 16. My wife was never supportive of my son being gay. He moved out at 19 to live with his boyfriend. My wife tried to pretend he did not exist. None of her family were supportive and would let it be known during family events. As a result, I became distant from my wife and was looking into divorce. She got diagnosed with breast cancer last year, and I put the divorce on hold to help take care of her. Son also helped, but she would just push him away. Cancer spread throughout her body, and she passed away last week. We had the service last week, and her family made it clear that my son and his boyfriend had to sit away from everyone. Oh, wow. Her brother approached me asking if I would sit with him and his family. I simply told him no one went to sit with my son. Everyone gave us dirty glares, and it was worse during the reception. Her brother approached me after the service, angry that I chose my son over my wife. He even went as far as to say that my wife did not want her son there as he was a disgrace. I am now disgraced by your family for supporting my son. This has caused tension between the families. I just would like to know if I am the asshole. Yeah, dude, obviously not. Sounds like the family can't... Uh, man, we're just starting off with a banger. You know, should we just... Should we deep dive it? Should we psychoanalyze it? Or should we just say, you're not the asshole. Good job sitting by your son. You know? The divorce was happening anyways. You fell out of love with her, and then the cants stepped in. The cants just took a big step through the door, and you're like, ah, fuck. Now I got to stay here for a while. <laughs> ah, fuck. This would have been a very different post if you would have dipped out. You're, it would have been a, am I the asshole for leaving my wife or disowning my son because he came out of the closet, but I still love my son because he is my offspring, and it is my only duty on this planet to take care of him? But she doesn't like it now, but now she has cancer, so I feel like I should stick around, but I'm not going to stick around. Am I the asshole? That would have been a totally different am I the asshole post. But this, no. You stuck around because she got cancer, and... uh Good for you, but guess what? She's gone now, and you know who's very much not gone? A son who probably needs you pretty bad at this point. Everyone else has pushed him away. So, no, you're not the asshole. Go take care of your boy. Next one, scroll. Stop. Am I the asshole for expecting to be invited to the wedding? Ooh, let's get in. Mm, we might not get into it. One, two, three. Oh, those are all edits. So we have three paragraphs. We're not going to read the edits because fuck the edits, dude. If you didn't get it right the first time, you're gone. Also, you got it wrong four times? You have three edits. Anyways, I had a friend from a previous job get engaged and asked me for a favor. I left that previous job to work at an upscale hotel. 
She asked me to get her and her bridesmaids discounted hotel rooms. I was about to swing about 10 suites for a very decent price compared to what they would normally sell for. Now her and I weren't as close since I left the previous job we both worked at, but we would text frequently, just couldn't see each other due to conflicting work schedules. Timeline was honestly pretty rushed and she was engaged and was soon to get married less than two months later. The whole thing was expedited since her fiancé was in the military and soon to be on deployment. The way she said it is she couldn't accompany him unless they were married. Her and I are talking and I asked what t- what the theme was for the wedding so I knew what to wear. She awkwardly said I wasn't invited. I was surprised I wasn't invited out of at least a courtesy for doing her a favor with the wedding block. She said she couldn't afford to include anyone else. It wasn't a small venue either. Her invite list alone, not including the grooms, was over a hundred, varying from close family friends and very distant relatives. I let her know I didn't understand since it was such a large, lavish lavish event, how she couldn't squeeze one more person, she said it was impossible and they were at the top of their budget. I said if that was the case, then they would need to find other accommodations for their wedding as I was giving them an extreme discounted rate due to our friendship. Now the bridesmaids are calling me the asshole for canceling their rooms. Am I the asshole? Nah, dude. I've been watching Suits, dog. I've been watching Suits. And you played the game correctly. You had, you had your d- hand of cards, you know? And then they played theirs, and you went, oh, <laughs> full house, as in house is full, as in you don't got no rooms anymore. You want to you want to throw a full house to me? I'm going to throw a full house suited. You ain't got nowhere to stay. Fuck out of here. Oh, you can't afford a one, you can't give me a seat for one piece of chicken so I could celebrate you and your love, your love life, and I saved you, I saved you hundreds of dollars? I saved you potentially thousands of dollars? Ten sweets, baby. Ten sweets. How about you kiss this sweet ass and get the fuck out of my face? Nah, you're not the asshole. I would have done the same thing. I love it. I love it. Fuck yeah. You're a lawyer. We're lawyers. We're lawyers now because we're in... By the way, since the time that I recorded the beginning of this episode, I am now on season four. Don't tell Jordan. Am I the asshole for counting down the days until my daughter turns 18 so I can stop being legally responsible for her? Yep. Probably just woke up Charlotte with that yep. But yeah, but yes. Hey, I don't even have to read it. Yeah, you're the asshole. Now, what I am finding about these Am I the Asshole posts is people genuine, generally just want uh, people to be like, no, you're not the asshole. No, you're totally in the right because we only know one side of the story. That's what I'm starting to get a vibe about these things. Let's read. Based off of the title, oh, 110 million fucking percent. I married my wife about two years ago, and she has a daughter from a previous relationship. Early on during our dating period, she made it clear that her daughter has a father, and she's not looking for another father for her. The ground rules were set by her, which, and that I will be an adult figure, but not a parental one. I will have no say in how she is brought up. Nope, you're not an asshole. Get that little bitch out of the house. Okay, you were right. I was wrong. I I didn't notice that daughter was in parentheses in the title until just right now, and so you said daughter, which I probably should have brought into context. Didn't bring it into context. Let's do some advice instead. And I need to tone it down. It's like I'm ripping through this shit, but it's like, just take a breather. Just take a breather and chill. I know you're tired, Vincent, but this is for the Cubs. I know you're sleepy. <laughs> I know you had a full day of work. And you came home, you made spaghetti for the family, you had a couple beers with your wife, and you came downstairs, you've been painting for like four hours. And then you went upstairs, you had a break, you put Lottie to bed, you didn't put Gracie to bed. 
and that kind of broke your heart, but whatever, you got back into painting, and you've been watching Suits while you painted, while you've been listening to Suits while you painted, and now you're tired, but let's just do some advice. Scroll. Stop. Girlfriend wants a tattoo. Dude's 18. She's 20. Dating for a few weeks, but close for three years. What? Oh. Dating for a few weeks, but close for three years and feelings in the past before the relationship. Well, all I read is dating for a few weeks. <laughs> okay. Girlfriend wants to get a tattoo on her chest to replicate a scar I have on my chest. It's not a terrible idea, isn't it? But we've only been dating for a few weeks. I can't tell her that the relationship is too new for big commitments because we've known each other very closely for three years and have had feelings for each other for a while. So here are my questions. Is it weird that I'm not wanting her to get a tattoo about me because of a possibility that we don't stay together? Oh, you're not staying together, dude. I don't know how to tell you this. It ain't going to work out. Okay? You want to know why? She's crazy. Okay? You want to know why? Because she's sporadic. You know, and usually when you shoot from the hip and don't do things intelligently, they ain't going to stick around. You know what stick around? Scars and tattoos. You know what doesn't? Relationships that involve both. Okay? Next, next question you had. What reasons do I tell her that it's not a good idea without sounding like I'm saying our relationship won't last? Hmm. Decent question. How about you tell her that it's a stupid fucking tattoo idea? <laughs> How about you how about you just belittle the tattoo itself and not the fact that she wants to get a tattoo for you? If you really don't want to get into a fight, puss, just tell her that the tattoo's fucking dumb. Cuz, cuz, why, Cubs? Why? Then why is it? Why why do we say it? Because it is. Right. Right. Stupidest stupidest tattoo of all time? It's like, uh, I'm going to get a tattoo on the fucking crease of my nose where you always get pimples. You know, like stupid. Uh, I would rather have read a backstory about your ta- about your scar rather than the fact that you have a 20-year-old girlfriend who's trying to get a tattoo on her chest of your scar. That's the stupidest fucking tattoo. And I have a buddy who has a tattoo of the Idaho potato, the spuds potato on his ass cheeks. And the tattoo of the scar on the chest is more stupid. More stupid. I have a lip tattoo. Gang, gang. The, the, the fucking chest scar tattoo is more stupid. Also dating for two weeks. Hey, buddy. This is me to you. What's your, what's your username? Paris gods. Ah! Run. Paris gods. Are there gods in Paris? I heard Paris sucks. Next post. Oh, I hope that helped. My maternal grandmother is dying. What do I say to my mother? Hmm. This is a new situation for me, and I want to find the words to say to my mom for comfort. Got it. My grandmother has lived a long and happy life. She is now in physical pain and mentally not all there anymore. Due to her old age, it sounds like she is ready to go. My mom is in her home country visiting her. She knows this will likely be the last time she sees her. She acknowledges that it will be hard for her to say goodbye. That is an understatement. I want to be there for my mom. What do I say to her? First of all, so wholesome, so sweet. Genuinely a good... Is this the the most wholehearted post we've ever gotten? This is beautiful, honestly. Um, But you don't have anything to say. Just be there for your mom. You know what? Actually, have her tell you stories. Yeah. 
Ask her, ask her leading stories about fun times that she had with her mom. Let her relive that through telling them to you. That's what I would say. You're not going to console her. She's your mom. The mom consoles, you know, and she's going to be worried about consoling you because you lost your grandma. So, yeah. Yeah, help her relive all of the good memories she has with her mom. You know, have her tell, have her tell you good stories. Scroll. Stop. Can someone get pregnant this way? Question mark, exclamation point. So in, dude. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> One of my friends came to me the other day and told me he has gotten a friend with benefits pregnant and was confused how as he used condoms and she said she was on the pill. He spoke. He said he spoke to her about it and she joked and said, or maybe I took your condom out the trash and used a syringe to put your load in me. Weird joke. Weird joke. Don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. Also, what's better, load or nut? Let's add, let's let's fucking put a poll up. I don't do polls on the episodes, but I'm gonna do a poll on this episode, and it's just gonna say load or nut question mark. All right, place your votes right now. I think it's only if you listen on Spotify. Not sure, but load or nut, which one's worse, or which one's better? Let's see. What should the poll mean? Um, which do you prefer to say, load or nut? If you had to say one or the other. He said he spoke to her about it and she joked and said, or maybe I took your condom out the trash and used a syringe to put your load in me. Specific joke. Understandably, he was uncomfortable after that comment and started to wonder if it could be true. He doesn't remember the condom breaking or having any holes or air bubbles. And if she was taking her pill there, she would have been an extra layer of protection just in case. So now he is pretty paranoid. So would that even work? Could she have gotten pregnant that way? I'm under the impression that sperm is only viable outside the body for a short amount of time. He said he tends to tie the condom, put it in a bin, and he lives, leaves shortly after. He wants to know what everyone thinks and whether she <laughs> could have done it and been successful or if he is just being paranoid and is just passive-aggressive comment that he shouldn't worry about. It says in the beginning that she's straight up pregnant, right? It says he got her pregnant. Yeah. Oh, homie, the... First of all, it's not 100% effective. You know, nothing is 100% effective other than abstinence. And that's why I've brought you all here today. I'm here to talk to you about your no-no square. Fucking psych. Did you start cringing as hard as I, I did? I started cringing internally as hard. So I can't imagine how it was to actually hear that. Okay. Um, it's not 100% effective, but also she crazy. I'm, I feel like maybe I'm in a mood. Or we're running into a lot of crazy bitches. Are we running into crazy bitches with scars and fucking putting syringes? This is f fucking, what is it, nut up there? Vagines, you know? Like, what's going on? What's going on? Is this the crazy bitch Olympics happening on this fucking... Here's, here's probably what happened, bro. She stopped taking her pill because she's irresponsible or she didn't take it in time so it wasn't being effective or maybe she skipped a day or something like that. Um, but 110% get a paternity test because if she's saying shit like that to you, she probably fuck it. Also, your friends with benefits, hey, she for the streets, okay? This is why you lock them down, okay? This is why you lock down a girlfriend. Also, my sitting posture, I know, it's bad. But this couch is deep and I'm sitting forward so that I can see the computer but it's like, I'm not going to read it like this. Like, I've been sitting for the whole fucking podcast, but I'm like up. But I can't be upright, upright because my ass is too low. I feel like I'm sitting on a squatty potty. Next post. Is it normal to feel like you're losing your mind after a pet dies? Uh, 
Not safe. Tagged not safe for work. What are we going to read? This is my first not safe for work tagged advice. My cat died last week while I was sleeping. I woke up to find he was on the pillow next to me and completely stiff. I had to wrap him in a blanket in that state, and I honestly think the whole thing has really messed me up. No shit! Ever since he died, I've been having mild hallucinations, hearing things, and having small panics that end up in me crying. I have a lot of trauma when it comes to dead people and animals, and I honestly think discovering him and having to take... Hey, uh, let's just go ahead and stop using words like trauma. Most people are pretty fucked up when it comes to death. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I've been feeling massive amounts of guilt, and to avoid this, I've been obsessively cleaning my house nonstop, but I've ran out of things to clean, so it's just kind of hitting me now. I'm really scared, and I don't know what to do. Am I being overly dramatic? You're being... Mm, no, you're not being overly dramatic. You're allowing yourself to respond overly dramatic like does that make sense like you're really letting it fall off the fucking rails with a hallucinations how are you gonna fucking stress out how are you gonna have so much sorrow that you hallucinate what is your hallucination is a cat run down the hallway <laughs> you heard you heard jingling of a bell <gasps> that's so fucked up i'm sorry <laughs> I would have nightmares, though. Straight up, if I woke up and my cat's just fucking dead next to me. I don't have cat because fuck cats. But if I just, like, open my eyes and there's, like, my dead pet next to me. Yeah, that would fuck me up for a while, too. I probably wouldn't hallucinate. Also, there wasn't uh, advice. You weren't asking for advice. My advice? Just do a fuck ton of drugs. That should help with your paranoia. And that right there is where we wrap. On the dead cat. Okay. Cups. Go review the podcast, like, subscribe, um, fucking pray for me while I continue this house renovation. Not renovation, we're just painting. But it's so much. It's so much, dude. Also, we'll find out if my wife no finds out that I'm cheating on her this week. We'll see what happens. And yeah, I love you. And that's not proof. I don't know what is. All right, go out there. Don't be a bummer. Cheer up, babe.